Good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast, where we provide unasked for audio commentary tracks to Star Trek The Next Generation episodes live. My name is Matt. My name is Sean. Hey there, I'm Jake. I am here too, and my name is Philippe. Aaron. And I'm May. And don't forget me, Min Win. Yeah, I say what a pleasure it is to speak to all of you. Again. <laughs> okay, I can't do that. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> you, we couldn't even I get through the really first even get through 10 the seconds. We got through the yeah. intro. I thought that was, I was happy when we got through was, the intro. Yeah. Oh, man, as as you we guys were like that, barely like, holding it together. Are we no longer doing the bit anymore, <laughs> colleagues? I am still in the bit, Jacob. What? Excellent. Was, was there a bit? I admire your commitment and your perseverance. Mm. And maybe we should just uh, start the show. Start the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to tell you all that we're here today to watch... <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation, Season 1, Episode 15. Yeah. Too short a season. Hmm. Sean. Really... To whom? <laughs> Sean, please count us in and, in the parlance of our times, punch the triangle. Punch Thank it. you, Matt. <laughs> I currently have 45 minutes and 37 seconds on the clock, and I will be punching the triangle. In three, two, one, punch. Punch. I, Poppy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was just splendid. That was delightful. Distinguished. Yeah. (laughs) FMK. Look at that guy. (laughs) He's big and he's old. It's like I already didn't like the episode at this point. I was like, ah, God. Why oh start? You're like, Bro. you're like, oh no, it's gonna. What be are this those guy? dolphins? <laughs> those, those are not dolphins either. Yeah, those are not dolphin statues. Cool. Okay. Well, if they dolphins? are, they have legs. So. Uh, are they falcons? <laughs> Supposed to be eagle statues. Yeah. Uh, they look like bugs too. Or falcons of some kind, some bird of prey. We watched a really great Nova about eagles, and there was this eagle named mm. Tilly that we were pretty sure that it's like. Owner. Human handler that they had something going on. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was. He it was, was a, romantic. He was a little too infusive about everything that Tilly did. Like he was just like, wait a second. Yeah, There's no way you're gonna have an intimate relationship with an eagle that has talons. I don't think and you a... know how big these birds are. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think they're big, they and they have pull, they can push an egg through there. I'm just saying. I don't think that wasn't his point. His point was that an eagle would fuck you up if yeah, you tried. Deadly. Not if this eagle had been raised by you. you would, <laughs> had been, it was intense. There was times when he said, I wish I was you. Yeah. It was like it just rolled out. Like he wasn't conscious of it. It was just like, Tilly, you gorgeous, beautiful yeah. bird. Everything you do is so wonderful. And it was just like, you were just like, Dial it back a Tilly little. Tilly was the shit, though. Tilly was the shit. <laughs> okay. Calm down, shit. bud. There's kids here. If you had to fuck a bird, <laughs> what kind of bird would you choose? You no, know I've been in this situation. <laughs> Thank God somebody asked. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for men to do it, but no. he wasn't. So I decided to Persons take the <laughs> Yeah, take the Same standard. Bird. Are we doing which bird? Big it's pretty, bird. It's pretty clearly a <laughs> big Min style. It's a Min style question, but how dare you? Pigeon. Pigeon. No way. No, yeah, he wants kill to kill the poor animal. Easy. Sean doesn't want to go looking for a bird. He wants that bird to <laughs> be their, just like. Their talons are relatively simple. You just want a city rat. No, he just want. wants to. He just wants to be able to walk right outside and get laid. I'm gonna go full emperor penguin on this one. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a they can't one. fly away. That's, that's a right. Good choice. Yeah. And the dads are real hands on. Yeah. <laughs> given the given the question, really that's about the classiest choice you can make. And they're dapper. Yeah, they're like James Bond. The, of birth. I was gonna go. I was gonna say flamingo. Yeah. Oh, oh no, flamingos are stupid. 
Come on. I don't want to have a conversation with it, man. (laughs) I'm not taking it out to dinner. You just want to wrap. You just want to twist its neck around your dick, right? What? That's what I'm I'm assuming. (laughs) What sort of intimate experience do you have, Matt? Are you like just wham, bam? Thank you, man. No, you want to. The flamingos involved? (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it would be. You want to like do it and then blog about it right away because you, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. It's, if it's not on Twitter, why bother? Yeah, Sean, exactly. give us the credits, please. Oh, all right. We got uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation season one, episode fifteen. Too short a season. Original air date February sixth, nineteen eighty-eight. The Enterprise transports an elderly Starfleet admiral to negotiate a hostage crisis. When the Admiral takes a de-aging drug, he endangers both his life and the mission. Aaron, what do you think the IMDb rating of this episode is? Is he going to get hot when he takes that de-aging drug? A little bit. Okay. It's hotter. Factoring that in. (laughs) Calculating. Calculating. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 6.9. Anybody else? 7. I'll do 6.3. I'll be. I'll do warp eight. Warp eight. Yeah. I also like six point nine. This is a bad one. Did you say six, Sean? I'm saying a warped eight is a six. Oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) That's a six. Did everybody else already go? Sorry, I had to. Yeah. Yeah. God, he's Mm hideous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's a five seven. Six point one. Ah, yeah. I hated this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad episode. You hated it? I didn't hate it, but I, I, it just, I was uncomfortable and like uninterested, like very early on, and it didn't really do much to win me over. It, it's okay to say you hated it. I wasn't asking you to change your opinion. I yeah. was, uh, I, yeah, I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. That's, I didn't watch it, but I'm sure you're right. Yeah. What, what, what particular didn't do you like? No. <laughs> no, just like I hate obvious oh, old men, old woman makeup. Yeah, uh-huh. and I don't know, doing the best. Well, can. The, the old woman's—that's not makeup. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, she oh, looks great. She's 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 fine. The oh. thing is, he's supposed to be eighty in his eighties. And I, uh-huh. I saw it and I was like, oh, this is one of those extremely old people who lives, who has lived for a long time because he's in the future. So he's like 130, 140, 150. And then they say he's 80 and it just true. misses the mark for me. It's just... Yeah, because they have McCoy on the thing and he's supposed to be like, he, he's super old. Yeah. And well, he is. Yeah. They put makeup on him, too, in that episode where he's yeah. supposed to be a hundred and some. And, and he looked and he, and he still looks younger than this guy. He looks yeah, like he looks it looks like, like, like they this just, guy's age. It looks like they reused the McCoy makeup on this. Yeah. Guy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we made the joke that. The writing of Wesley feels like they've never met a teenage boy, but this right. makeup makes it seem like they've never met an actual person <laughs> in their age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's had a hard life. If that's him at age eighty, a lot yeah. of radiation. Does he anybody looks- have dibs on the joke that the name of this episode is too short a season, and yet at the same time, this season feels like it's gone on way too long already? <laughs> <laughs> I think Aaron kind of was alluding to that. Okay, uh, I'm not okay. We we have a, that we have that same brainwave sometimes about. Yeah, it. yeah. It has Just, not been too short a season. What does too short a season refer to? Is that like a biblical reference or a poem or something it sounds like a like a a famous phrase you know yeah he also has a small penis (laughs) 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 on top of everything else yeah not that it matters but there it is are you body shaming aaron (laughs) yeah i am yeah oh clearly okay yeah, it might not come through on Skype as well. It totally was. It was pretty obvious. That's exactly what she was doing. I'm looking at the IMDb trivia. The only thing it says is it's similar to a teleplay Gene Roddenberry wrote in the 50s called So Short a Season. 
Okay. Wow. Man, he started recycling early <laughs> than So just to give you an idea about the quality of this episode, this was written by DC Fontana and she basically quit <laughs> because of the rewrites that Roddenberry did on the show. She basically quit the show. And then and this show basically is the episode that got Roddenberry forced out of the writer's room. Wow. Rewrite on this episode. Man, it feels really good to know that my hate is justified. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm not, I'm, I'm in a room of, I'm with the spirits of greats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are. So hurt. he, and so Roddenberry wanted Star it Trek. to be about like a young, uh, old guy getting hot. And this is really what he wants the future to be. Yeah. Oh my God. Is so, she also supposed to be 80? Yes. Because she seems like she's in her late 50s, <laughs> 60s. Well, do, do yeah. She could look 70s. She's supposed that, to be the same age as that man. Yeah. The actress was actually in her 70s. Mm. Oh, she is? Nice. Well, she yeah. looks, <laughs> she looks actress, great. She was 71 when this episode aired. Mm. The actress's name is Marsha Hunt. She's still alive. She's 102 years old. Oh, my God. Good wow. for her. And she's still hotter uh, than everybody on this podcast. Yeah. She, she <laughs> well, that, was. And she still she looks was, better than that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. But the actress is actually 40 years older than the actor. Yeah, because they're going to take this makeup off of him right. about in yeah. a few minutes, right? Yeah. And 40 years better. Jesus. That guy the other like... interesting thing about this actress, she was actually blacklisted for being a communist. Hmm. Damn. During the HUAX. Damn, she's been around. She must have had some good stories to tell. I bet that woman knew a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. She's been around the communist block. She's a goer. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. She had to do some adult films called Black Fisted. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sully her name like that. They're still very politically, like, you know, punchy. (laughs) perfect word that was the perfect word i think Uh, those pr style intros make the really real good energy for the rest of the show (laughs) (laughs) it's just a great springboard for us we went from we went from polite npr to black (laughs) fist in about 12 minutes see i think is we need to start with a little bit of restraint Mm. Uh-huh. Sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah, I think that's that's the best. That's the hero's journey in podcasting. Oh, Beverly is telling him it's not just that he's eighty-five. He also has like a degenerative disease. Okay, yeah. well, that's, that's why he looks like that. Because he was sh- taking he was too much Cialis. and uh... well, that's why he's in a, a wheelchair. He's he's. It's I mean, that's just not nearly <laughs> as fun as it just being a bad makeup jog. Yeah. So I'm it's, gonna it's, I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear that factoid. <laughs> yeah. It's also a bad makeup job. Yeah, Crusher's it can hair. be two things. You're right. Crusher's hair looks really good in this episode, so it's not yeah, a total waste. She's on point. Yeah, it doesn't look as wiggy. It looks nice. Kitten. It oh, is this guy. Oh, here I, we go. Follow, I follow her on Twitter. Gates McFadden, and she tweets semi-regularly about the wigs. Like, people will post pictures of her, like screenshots of her from the show, and she'll, uh, you know, talk about whether she thought that was a good wig or a bad wig, but nice. they're basically all wigs. Yeah. I don't think you hardly ever see her real hair on this show. Okay. Yeah. What is her real hair like? Her real hair is actually red, so it's I mean, her hair is red in real life, but they just used wigs on her. Mm-hmm. They used right. wigs on Picard. So, I mean, it's just they just used wigs everywhere. <laughs> Everyone in this shot is wearing a wig. right? Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> Every single that. person. And four of them are wearing Merkins, but you can't. <laughs> I thought that was Picard's wig. That guy's wearing a Merkin over his eyebrow, over his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Wearing two I don't Merkins. mean, I don't mean this would be critical in any way but does anybody know what kind of name gates is like where did that come from um i've always I, just accepted that as her name because it's always been i don't know but it's like it, it's, it's a little unusual huh? mm-hmm. 
Bill Gates. Would you McFadden? would you like a live? Well, it wouldn't be correction corner. Question answer. Would you like a live answer? I would. I would really like yeah. to know because I it. I always wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's her middle name. Her name is Cheryl Gates McFadden. Uh-huh. So it must be like a family name, right? Okay. There must have been there must have been a Mister or Ms. Gates somewhere. Okay. Oh, or that makes way. more sense. Yeah. yeah a... But her first name, her born first name is Cheryl. So there you go. Wouldn't you guys like to know her enough to call her Cheryl? That's that'd just be nice. That'd be cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Cheryl. Must I mean, answer to both, right? I mean, if. If she's is been using Gates McFadden as her professional name for 40 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. Yeah. and her friends and family all know her as Cheryl, they must, she must go, she must go by both. Mm-hmm. Would I be a legit Star Trek fan if I had a son and named him Fences? And like, no. it's a tribute to her. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. What's <laughs> People would think it's... Okay. It took, it's about a that movie. It, it took me a second to get that, but now I understand. What you're yeah, saying. you thought I was talking about like Denzel. Yeah, I, thought I thought you were talking, talking about, about like August that works on so many levels. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you had a kid, it would probably be from Denzel. So yeah, oh my, It'd be really gosh. confusing. That'd be Dear awesome. God, the lighting is just not <laughs> good. In this is Jake uh, a secret August Wilson fan? I was asking myself. Uh, I mean. He's done some good work. Yeah, he has. That movie is actually really good. Fences? Fences. Yeah. Now he looks like Anybody he has a Richard Nixon it? mask on. Yeah, he does. Yeah, look it does. Yeah. He turns into Richard Nixon. That would really lift up this episode if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> That's a historical episode. Yeah. <laughs> I am not a Starfleet captain. <laughs> Did you guys all see Fences? I no, I actually have it. I was looking through movies to watch in the little house the we other day, it. and we have fences. And I was like, I've never seen this movie. I'm sure it'd be good. But then I was like, nah, I put, in, good. I put in Fury instead. I was actually disappointed with Fury. I didn't care for it. Oh, that war movie with, um, what's his name? Brad Pitt. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty much a sucker for a war movie. I, I mean, I didn't dislike it. It just, I didn't really yeah. bring anything new the to the genre take movie yeah i don't know my my friends liked it i just something about it kind of didn't have any didn't have a, anything to say i don't really feel yeah isn't, isn't hollywood cannibal shia labeouf in that movie dude i love shia labeouf he's and great. he's great in it um what'd you call him <laughs> cannibal shia hollywood LaBeouf. cannibal why is he called that? You never oh heard that. God. There's a there's Musical. a song. Oh my god! You have to listen to that song, oh, Matt. Yeah. It's amazing. Can- Hollywood cannibal Shia LaBeouf. You have to. It's a great video. Watch that video. Okay. Yeah, it's I don't know what you guys are talking right about. Right now and do that. Yeah, it it would be dramatically better than this, but uh, <laughs> it's something to savor for later. It'll be a dessert. Uh, is he getting younger? Because he doesn't look as old. Yes, he's yes. getting younger. <laughs> You've put your finger out right on it, Aaron. All right, FNK. Wait, <laughs> before him now and the wife. Oh man, wife is oof. Mary and fuck and kill myself <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. I don't want to do anything else. She would. How be old very... was? How old was this guy in real life, Sean? He's like in his thirties, right? Because eventually uh, he isn't turns... it Will Wheaton. <laughs> yes, it is not. It's Will Will Wheaton. <laughs> Does not appear in this episode, actually. Yeah. Oh, strangely, Clayton Roner was his name, and he was thirty-one when this episode aired. Uh huh. It would be funny if he just kept getting younger, and <laughs> yeah. was Benjamin, like a baby, buttoned down to all the way down yeah, to a baby. Like, yeah. But he still Stark. had to con- he still had to conduct the negotiations. Yeah. So he, but he's like four. Like that yeah. would be funny. Oh, that would be awesome. I, I was hoping to see him as a baby. Yeah. And that's another Star part Trek. of disappointment. Jeez. It's too much money to make that happen. Babies. Mm-hmm. What you can't get a baby? Yeah. 
<laughs> His band, he has a sort of a band leader Starfleet thing. Yeah, I don't dig the the new admiral suits. Yeah, yeah. that's an, he's an admiral. Yeah, it's worth it not to get to become an admiral. Then mm-hmm. Jesus, that's some. It's too bad that uh, they don't do more uh, animated uh, Star Trek like they do uh, animated Star Wars. But I suppose there's just not like the the demand for it. Well, let's imagine seeing this episode in 3D animated. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Kids would there just is a there is a Star Trek animated series that's yeah. coming down the pike pretty soon. Is that I, short, I thought you were Star Treks. No, no it's called Lower Decks. Lower Decks. That's, that's like right. A, it's going to be on Nickelodeon. That's Lower tech. Uh, is it going to be a kid Star Trek? It's Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's going to be on Nickelodeon, so it'll be yeah. for kids. It's yeah. not going to be a hard-hitting animated adult Star Trek. <laughs> no, it's, the reason it's called Lower Decks it's, is because it's supposed to be about like the slubs who don't do the interesting jobs on the ship. Uh, you know, they like work down in the in the bowels of the ship. So, <laughs> the like the captain, been... the captain, and those guys aren't even going to be on the show because it's yeah. all about just like what's it like being a regular old worker bee on a starship. You gotta wonder what kind of jobs those really are. That like they're probably fake jobs that the computer could do way better, but they just have to have like to give things for people to do in the future because you know they show else... a guy they show a guy vacuuming a lot, yeah. like in the background in the hallway scenes. Wow. Sometimes you'll see a guy pretty clean. Sometimes you'll see a guy with a vacuum that mm. looks like um it looks more like one of those floor polishers. Yeah, but it's all futury looking. Yeah, that so that's a job. Somebody has to go around and polish slash vacuum. You wouldn't have to or, do that job if there weren't any people were, you know, making dust and coming <laughs> up the carpets. It's like it's like they're making jo- they're just like busy work. It's like Starfleet busy work. <laughs> no, I I would imagine in a spaceship, an enclosed spaceship, the uh, the the smell would get to be pretty bad. So I would definitely want a a, a Roomba going around and like uh, uh, freshening everything up, for breezing everything. Well, that's only if people are peeing on the carpet or something. <laughs> yeah. weird. Like nobody's walking in it. Hey, like there are children on the ship, so somebody's peeing on the carpet every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, why are there yeah. children on the ship? Like and why they... Riker's on the ship too. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that is true. There is, everywhere. There is semen yeah. in that ship. Yeah. yeah. Riker just goes around marking his territory. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want to be the guy that has to Slapping clean out the... I don't want to be the guy that's cleaning out the holodeck after Riker is using it. Do not shine a black light on the decks after <laughs> Riker's been there. Yeah. yeah. On the holodeck. I don't know. He's probably got some groupies who are into that. <laughs> I wonder if I can get my hands on some luminol. I'm sure. We anyway, can. the point is, they have people who have menial jobs on the ship. It's not yeah. all sunshine and roses. Somebody has still has to do the grunt work. I love that they haven't gotten rid of grunt work. Grunt work. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's like we we have Roombas and they don't. They have to have a guy do that. I like it. <laughs> they want to feel useful. Yeah. It's but, like um, I listen. I think there was. I think it was an episode of NP of uh, uh, This American Life that I was listening to, where they they did an episode about life on a uh, aircraft carrier, hmm. and where they just got they just got access to like spend a week just kind of hanging around talking to the various people who work on an aircraft carrier carrier, which is like. I don't know how many people, like 5,000 people. I don't know how many people oh, work on really? craft care, but they're huge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's little self-contained cities. Uh, cities yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And so they were interviewing this woman who, you know, is, was in the Navy. She's a soldier. But her, her job was to refill the vending machines with snacks. Like, that was what she did all day long. Yep. She had, you know, Starbursts and Cheetos and all the various snacks. Go on. And they have vending and they have vending machines, you know, all over the all over the ship for people to use. 
And that was what she did all day. And it was just like, you don't really think about that as being a, a job that a person in the military would have. <laughs> sure, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, we all know that people have that job in real life. Just, you know, people refill vending machines in real mm -hmm. life. But you don't really think about, oh, on an aircraft carrier, there's a person in uniform who has to go around and do that as her job. And she was perfectly happy. It wasn't like a sad story. She was like, I feel good. Like I'm given, you know, people are always happy to see me. Cause oh, I'm yeah. Really yeah. They're pro she probably has a whole black market <laughs> thing going, you know, <laughs> hi, this is Ira Glass. Ever wondered what it's like <laughs> to live in a city that's two blocks wide with 5,000 of your closest friends? Today, we'll explore that. Uh, that was a pretty <laughs> decent yeah. Ira Glass impression. And then, wait, oh boy, and, now and we can continuing our like NPR theme for today. Oh, we're just. Yeah. I, I want just, somebody to do the cut. Cut one of those interludes where they play like they have some kids play violin and some weird <laughs> instrument. <laughs> I, just, I just googled how many people serve on an aircraft carrier. I was right on the money. Between five thousand and six thousand, yeah, I was right. I, on. I thought that was like way overkill, but no, no. you were you're on it. Huge. They How many toilets them. do you think there Star are? Trek's Somebody has to clean every one of those on a. Yeah, exactly. Really, I mean, I... you have to imagine that those people—that's not what they imagined they would be doing hmm. when they joined the military. Can I be honest? I want to just imagine that they're doing it like pirates used to do it, where they would just hang their butts out over the, the water and just take a poop right there. Just open, a lot of butts. Open air. 6,000 feet. Sure. Well, I mean, I don't know if this will help you or not, but they all poop into a tube and that tube gets pumped right out into the ocean. So <laughs> it's pretty um, much like uh, sort similar. of a, a Rube Goldberg device to get the poop <laughs> into the ocean. But it's all the same. It lacks the simplicity of men's plan. Yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, more, it's more pleasant for yeah. everyone. More yeah. you know, men's plan has a lot of back spray. <laughs> There's a lot of danger. It's more exciting, like isn't it? It's like you're 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 there. It's like yeah, you're riding you a motorcycle. Go over the edge, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about well, your worst yeah. nightmare. Yeah. You just and use the ocean as every time you do it. Men's worst Game nightmare is the ocean is your poop off the side of a of an aircraft carrier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be horrible. You have the ocean as your bidet. Totally. It'd be very cleansing. Well, you do, what happens is like a whale will come up and use its spout <laughs> to just shoot that water right up your crack. Wait, what's going on here? Um, Quiet moment. This is when he's getting like in his oh, 20s. Yeah, he's yeah. young now, but he's an asshole. So yeah. nobody likes him anymore. Damn it. Yeah. He's like MacGyver. Is that because he was an asshole when he was young or now he's just like... Oh, weird with the pills. I yeah, think it's just side effect of whatever weird drug he's using to make himself young. I think it's affecting his huh. somehow as well. So if you had the option, would you? I don't actually know if that's true. Effects? That was a guess. I think it's a metaphor for how we let a lot of bad, bad behavior slide because people are old. There you go. There you go. Oh. He looks <laughs> an important metaphor. Yeah, yeah. It's it's he's time to a, stick it to those old people. He's a very I'm a handsome '80s actor. Mm -hmm. Yes. Guy. Yeah. He like what all of a sudden got like that sort of edgy five o'clock shadow kind of <laughs> like Miami Vice. Miami yeah. Vice was very big in 1988, <laughs> so I bet a lot of people were rocking the Don Johnson stubble. He does right have a sort of that. George Michael look. This guy drives a Trans Am for show. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We're Trans being so Am mean. Nice. I'm sure he's lovely. I'm sure he's a very nice man. Trans Am isn't oh, you know who he is? You know who he is? No. He's the guy in just one of the guys. He's, oh. her, he's the guy that she ends up hooking up with. But, oh, wow. But doesn't know that that she's a, he's you know they become yeah. friends because he thinks she's a, a guy i'm familiar with she the plot of just one of the guys john you don't need to tell <laughs> but the re but our, but our vast user listeners may not you be. literally just now were like 
Remember how in just one of the guys, like they oh, all I, think she's. A I got a little. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mansplaining. It's right there in the little, title. I got a little confused. <laughs> You're doing good. She was also on Miami Vice. Oh well, yeah, just there like you go. Matt called it. Comes full circle. Mm-hmm. You guys want to know what else was on television on February eighth, nineteen eighty eight? Highway to Heaven. Highway to Heaven. Uh, CBS is doing their usual lineup of Kate Nally, Designing Women, New Heart, Frank's Place, and Wise Guy. Solid. Very solid. Solid. Mm -hmm. ABC is showing part two of two of a two-night miniseries called Elvis and Me, (laughs) based on Priscilla Presley's uh story of living with Elvis. I saw that. I remember. Um nobody I looked to see who played Elvis and Priscilla and I didn't recognize any of the names. So I remember it being pretty mediocre. But I remember (laughs) my parents were watching it, so I remember watching it. NBC was showing a movie called Moving Target, a TV movie called Moving Target, about an accountant's son. So think of it like a teenage son, returns from summer camp to find that his entire family has disappeared. Eluding police and gangsters, he and his friends solve the mystery. So it's it's a movie about a teenage boy solving a mystery. Who wants to try and guess? Who played the teenage boy mm. in 1988? He, he is famous to this Alex Doogie Hauser. No. no, famous what? Michael He's J. Still Fox. Famous. He's still like you all. You all know this person, Patrick Dempsey. Nope. <laughs> uh, no, in no. 88, he was probably too old. Well, maybe not. Michael J. Fox. Nope. Skippy, the guy who played Skippy on Facts. No. <laughs> Ballpark Guzzler. Uh, it was Jason Bateman. Oh. Uh, nice. Why do you think Patrick Dempsey is so old? Well, doesn't he seem like he was a little... Wasn't he like already making like sort of adult rom-coms in the like 1988? No, nah, that was like he 90s. He was a teenager. Uh, yeah, can't. What year is Can't you, Buy you, Me Love? Eighty-five, eighty-six. Mm-hmm. I I just can't help imagining George Michael in this role right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna break out into song just any minute now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Patrick Dempsey was only twenty-two. In 19... Yeah, like, throw me a bone here. Sorry, jeez. I wasn't trying to... You like, thought you he know. was guy all old on this episode. Like, Sounds like you had a shine for Patrick Dempsey, Aaron. I'm just well, saying who, it's a very I, viable answer. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey's a dreamboat. Who doesn't yeah. like Patrick Dempsey? Right? I, I don't even know his name. 22-year-old Patrick Dempsey. I just said <laughs> You do it. know his name. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't you don't know what he looks else like. About That's the only thing you do know. <laughs> Except Did he that he sing with George the Michael? guy who saved his family. All right, someone needs in to moving tell target. what steel plast is. Duh. That's one of those fake things that you talk about. It's what they used to describe their plastic set. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Plascrete or something. Yeah. But they can uh, phaser through it, apparently. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. They can use their shavers. Norelco. <laughs> you got some high-intensity sci-fi action here. Yeah. Anytime they would actually, like, phase something, you're like, thank God somebody got, some a phaser got used. <sighs> yeah, you but, would think they would use the phasers a lot more. But yeah. Instead, they tend to talk out their issues on this. They look, <laughs> they, look they look like really tiny, like uh, mini vacuums. Kirk like, would have fucking blasted everybody all in this whole episode by now. Yeah. Well, this is uh, a rare episode where Picard's in the boarding in the the, the 
the party. Ayo. He ra- he rarely goes down to the planet. He doesn't go down to the planet. Oh, oh, action scene. Action oh my scene, God. you guys. Woo. Holy <laughs> shit. Are these the dissident terrorists? Are these like the yep. background singer, background people in like some <laughs> 80s like come Oh. Oh, this is I thought that it was going to be a love that moment. Didn't even come them. out at the same angle he was pointing at. Mm. Doesn't matter. They they look like uh, extras from Terminator, like the human soldiers. It looks like extras from like an in living color video or something. <laughs> yeah, with the camera. In living color or living color? Living color, sorry. Okay. No, no I, I think either one could have worked. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I was actually like wondering what I. Wait! No, in living color is the show. I know. Living color was the band. Yeah. And they both could have worked. Yeah. They both could have yeah. worked. No, he's not wearing. They're not wearing fucking. Stretch suits, isn't that what the lead singer of Living Color always wore? But these are these would be the you'd wear like these, the, these would be the guys who were not wearing them, but like getting the splashed with paint. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Uh, oh hey, man, it's awkward. Karnak is calling. Hey, oh. what's up? Uh, would you like to try and guess? I guess everybody can if you want. How much the budget for each episode of this show was in 1987, 88? How much I money did it they was spend high for the time? Episode? But I think it was like 250,000. Anybody else want to guess? Um, 500. I was going to say 100 grand. 170. 100 grand? You think they made the whole show for $100,000? Each episode? Yes. Wait, I, I remember I heard it was close to a million by the end, but I don't know if that's what it was by this time. But in season one, the episode, the budget per episode was one point three million dollars. It was wow. the largest. It was the most expensive show on television. Does that wow. include the cast? The cast yes, every show. Okay. Yeah. OK, good for you, Star Trek. Good for you. Mm-hmm. But no, good for what's, you. what's amazing when you contemplate that is how shabby it looks sometimes. Like when <laughs> when, a lot when of Philippe say. just correctly a lot of it Philippe went up their noses. Whoa, that looks a weird composition there. Philippe just correctly pointed out that like the cut from Worf tackling that guy didn't even match up with the cut yeah. of him coming back up. So it's like you're spending one point three million dollars an episode, and this is this is what that gets you in. 1988. Yeah. This is the best they can do. Well, how much did that wig cost? Yeah. I mean, they spent a lot. $1.2 million on wigs. (laughs) Everything else? It all went to Gates. Yeah. Or should I call you Cheryl? Actually, should I call you Cheryl? I don't know. Nobody knows. When they found out how much they spent on wigs, it was called... Gates that's Kate. why they. That's Gates why they Kate. fired her at the end Gates of this Gates. season. Were you taking a Gates case? That's what I wanted to say. Gates Gates. I can't think of the punchline of my own joke that I had sort of already thought of, and I was like, "Wait, what? I, what's it going to be called? Gates Gate? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ralph. Oh, like... Yeah, I like the camo, the mm. symmetrical camo on this guy's jacket. They colored those those uniforms the same way you do tie dye, or you like tie you bunch all the fabric together and you dip it in something. This time they did it in bleach. It was a darker yeah, yeah. shirt. They just exactly. tied in. Aaron, are you yeah. with us? Yeah, she was dozing. Do you have a? Are you familiar with Dirty John? The story of Dirty John. Oh, yeah, I listened to the podcast. And <laughs> did you I watch watched... the show? I've watched some of the shows, and there's been at least one or two of the true crime shows about it, too. Did so, you know that yeah. they are doing a season two of Dirty John with, with a, a new story? I yeah. do know that. I sent well, it Betty to you. Like, yeah. I, oh, you I sent it to me? It. I sent oh, a long that's... time ago. I sent you a preview, but it maybe it didn't come through. And, and so you already know that it, Amanda Peet is playing oh, yeah. Eddie Roderick and Christian Slater is playing the cheating mm-hmm. husband that she kills, which I just thought is spectacular. 
at hilarious casting. Like, I definitely want to see Amanda Peet murder Christian Slater. Like, that sounds great. Yeah. And I love Christian Slater. I just think that sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Okay. I well. still have a soft spot for the movie with Meredith Baxter Bernie, but it was Wait, I was very excited to tell you that news and it turned out I didn't have to. And what I'm is excited Dirty to talk John? to you about it because when I sent it to you, you I you must not have like reached. I do not remember that. getting a text from you about this, but yeah, maybe I, I was excited. So I'm happy to connect with you on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Missed connections. I want to know why you sent that E.T. serial photo other than it's hilarious. I just thought it was funny. It is funny. Somebody had posted it on Twitter and I had saved it to my phone just because I thought it was funny. And I thought this will come in handy someday. Hell yeah, it did. And then you said that he sent that tweet with the fingers. And I was like, here's a picture of a of a finger. (laughs) Oh, I just posted that picture because I thought it was funny. It worked. There was no meaning behind it at all. It meant I was nothing. just curious how you came across it. It was funny. Yeah, just randomly on Twitter. Does anybody remember eating E.T. cereal? I do. I do. Two or three? Yep, I do. I remember eating E.T. cereal. I was a big fan of the novelty cereals, and my mom would never buy them. But when my dad did the shopping, he was... <laughs> He was low investment in look double checking what we put in the cart. So uh-huh. he would. So we would. That's when we would get because my parents <laughs> were actually stuff. against the sugary cereal. So but my dad would be more like, all right, <laughs> he would throw it in. So he, he, he was, was not a, paying. He was not paying as as much attention. Like, Let's get the shopping. Done. Yeah, he, he was like and he, he had a sweet tooth. So he kind of would just capitalize on it. And uh-huh. so. It was a way of us. One of our bonding things was so like a lot of the those crazy cereals like I got to eat through. I wonder if he ever like woke up in the middle of the night and went into the kitchen and, you know, the whole house is asleep and just enjoyed himself a bowl of <laughs> a sugary cereal. That, you know, my dad, the way my dad would do it, that is exactly what would have happened, except for the fact that he would not have opened, he would not have poured himself a bowl. He would have just opened the box and grabbed himself, <laughs> grabbed a handful. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he was a, gr- he was more like me where we're just like, Ew, gr- a quick, what's happening? Oh, is he he's getting oh, sick. Hey, hey, speaking of how to eat snacks, did, can I tell you guys what I figured out the other day? Uh, I, yeah. Twitter follow, the Twitterers already know this story, but. I had a bag of jalapeno cheddar Cheetos. Okay. The no, greatest. Go on. The, I greatest <laughs> the greatest of the Cheeto. Wow. Yeah. That's a controversial statement. I know, but it's, I a bold, will... I know it's a bold claim, but I'm. They're, gonna... they're, so, they're all so good. So that is the only reason. And I just. I've never I had just, a bad I, I just ha- was in looking in the like uh, silverware drawer and we had a bunch of like chopsticks in there from like ordering from like Chinese yeah, or Thai places. And I was like, I could, I bet I could use these chopsticks to eat these Cheetos. And then I would not, and then I would not get Cheeto dust all over my fingers and turn my fingers orange. Wow. So I ate Cheeto with chopsticks and it was fucking amazing. Like I felt like a genius. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. <laughs> That's, that's never why I'm still on Twitter. <laughs> I was having kind of a not great day, but that that tweet turned it all around for me. Nice. That's it's very fun. sweet. It's fun. And boy, I'll never eat them. I'll never eat them the old way ever again. That's amazing. I like it. I like when cultures like help each other out like that. Yeah, I should I should email the Cheeto people. <laughs> and be like, you guys want my want to think about marketing in <laughs> the East Asian countries and how they could just use their chopsticks. Yeah. What do you? What's a chopstick? What are you talking about? Are you talking about my <laughs> Cheeto sticks? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Way to brand it. You know, yeah. I was thinking. I at the 
Twitter makes you think about things in a way that you would not ordinarily think about them. When I posted that tweet, Jake, I literally thought to myself, is chopsticks offensive? Like, have we come up with another? <laughs> like, I genuinely, I wasn't like trying to be funny. Like, I genuinely yeah. was like, I was yeah. like, is this a word okay. I use that I don't even yeah. realize? Are we not, have we, have we come yeah. up with an alternative word for this? Because it just felt vaguely racist <laughs> to yeah. say chopsticks. Yeah, bring so. your chopsticks to the powwow while we're talking about the opening our kimonos. You'd be like, but I couldn't think of a better word, so I just used. I think that's the, that's the food sticks. Yeah, no, you're still good. Yeah, right. That'll shovels. be next year when we can get back to worrying about that kind of stuff. Yeah, because there's going to be a next year. <laughs> I'm just pretending. Don't spoil it, Matt. <laughs> Some of the listeners don't know about there's not going to be a next year. It all goes on. Time passes. There will be a next year. Come on, guys. Yeah. It's not going to depend on human existence. <laughs> That's true. The years will continue to pass, yeah. whether we're involved or not. Mm -hmm. The people in the space station will be marked the passing. I cannot believe this episode is still on. Is oh, it about my gosh. oh, it's almost it's over. It's about to be over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're finally a real slog, you guys. We got the nasty sweats and yeah. collapse. There it is. Yeah. Did he die? There's that, that planet was made Nobody out of cheetos. He died. He died. Yeah, he died. We he should died. have all we should all drink for him because he is yeah. actually Starfleet. And he technically wore a red shirt. So. No, getting through this episode a second time was a lot better. Really? More enjoyable, <laughs> you know, everybody. Ooh. Yeah. And well, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you all for that. Uh, it was going to be a slog, but no, I had a, it. Was a it was a bright, brisk, and breezy time. Nice. It was weird when he was getting all sexy with uh, the the old his old wife. That's weird to you. <laughs> well, I... Do you like it the other way when there's like a <laughs> old man and a young lady? No. Oh my god. That's pretty sexist, no, I mean, man. Why yeah, can't women ages? Why can't women of a certain age enjoy the pleasures of a younger man? He was What's he wrong was with that? forcing himself upon her. She she was oh. not into it. I didn't it. actually watch while we were while that was all going on. So yeah. Yeah. what was happening. Was like, let's do this. <laughs> there was a little bit of me too going on there. Uh, was it a little bad? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I take it back then, then. You're right. <laughs> Well, that was quite an episode. You guys remember uh, that uh, Stephen King like miniseries called Golden Years that they aired in the nineties? No, uh, I was I'm about, super intrigued. It was like I think it was like six episodes. They wanted it. They they wanted to turn it into like an actual series, but nobody liked it, so they just aired it as like a six part miniseries. Mm -hmm. uh, Stephen King wanted it. It was one of those like very Stephen Kingy things where he gets hired to write something directly for television rather than through a you know adapting a book or whatever. And so all of his like worst tendencies as a screenwriter sort of played out. Uh but the premise of it was the exact premise of this episode it was about an old man. He was like a janitor at a some kind of scientific facility, and there's an accident, of course, and he gets irradiated, and he starts growing younger. But he has a wife who stays old, so it's kind of all about their their relationship. Mm -hmm. I guess it's Benjamin Button too. I didn't. Yeah, it's a little bit cocoon, a little bit Benjamin Button. It's like a little <laughs> bit of. Uh... It's all the things and a little bit of. I like it. What's the one with the Cat Stevens music? Cats. Uh, Harold and Maude. Oh, yeah. Harold and Maude. Yeah. I mean, what, um, uh, a summer winter romance or what is it? Spring <laughs> autumn romance. Spring winter. Spring. Second winter. The May December, I believe, is what they call it. Yeah, but sometimes they use seasons. I see sometimes say spring autumn, I think, right? <laughs> spring uh, autumn. I don't know. Harold and Mark. You're in your spring years. I don't Yeah, but spring and autumn are like 
I, I guess they're only two. They're like only two away. Like they're not that far apart. Well, May December is about the same distance. So. Yeah, but May December sounds a lot longer spring, than spring winter autumn. Yeah. Yeah, December is winter, bitch. Mm -hmm. It's spring winter is what you're trying to say. Yeah, but spring is like earlier than May. I don't know. That's like May. May is late. But then winter goes right into spring. Yeah. Bam. August. Well, I can't argue with that. (laughs) Yeah. Months, you guys. Little flowers. Time. (laughs) Okay, well... Um, well, time is really complicated. Time so. is complicated, but not so complicated that we can't end this episode right now. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else they want to shout out before we move on? I want you to take us out uh, NPR style, please. And, oh, oh, God. Okay. Let me see yeah. if I can get back into it. <clears throat> Let's do it. Thank you for listening to Warped, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast. Please go to iTunes or whatever podcasting device you use to listen to this episode to rate, review, and of course, subscribe. You may follow us on Instagram. That's fun, isn't it? Instagram. <laughs> At Warped the Podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at Warped Trek. You can follow me. Your humble host at Host Warped. You can follow Min Win to learn about our Dungeons and Dragons, Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams at Wet Maynard. (laughs) It's slowing down. And finally, (laughs) leaning into it, you can go to Instagram. And search Lunar Flare to purchase our T-shirt. Oh wait, that wasn't finally. And finally, <laughs> go to Patreon.com/warped in order to become a subscriber and gain access to our tote bag, our coffee mug, <laughs> yeah. as well as additional content and bonus episodes. We depend on viewers like you. <laughs> Thank you Sustain. for your continued support. Until next week, my name is Matt. My name is Sean. I'm Jake. And of course, I'm the indubitable Philippe. Aaron. <laughs> Reporting from the front lines, Minwin here. And I'm A. Thank Thanks you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for All Things Considered. With Raul Campos. <laughs> 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 <laughs>